Welcome to Speak Up and Stay Alive Radio with author, speaker, and your host, Pat Rulo. The program is not intended to replace medical advice from a licensed professional, but rather to encourage you to become a well-informed participant in your health and well-being. And now, your host, Pat Rulo. Hello and welcome. I'm Pat Rulo, the voice for patient safety. I'm so happy you've taken the time to join me. And today, I have lots to share with you. So, let's dig right in, shall we? So, the election. I'm not going to belabor it today. But, I do have this to say. Every single person in this country, regardless of political leanings, regardless if you're right or left, Democrat, Republican, every single human in this country should be outraged and should rise up to demand that this whole election situation gets fixed and that it never happens again. When people write in your face, take away your rights, your God-given rights, as they have throughout this entire year, we as a nation must put a stop to it. Blatantly rigging the election says that you don't matter. I don't matter. The people don't matter. And that is not what this country was founded upon. Now, it may be okay to you if your candidate's on the right side of this and this, your candidate's going to win because of this, but someday your candidate might not win because of this. What's the point in voting? Why bother? To placate the chumps, as we were called by Sneaky Joe, to placate the chumps into believing that they actually have a voice? Well, clearly we don't. We have been played this year, a planned pandemic to frighten even the most cool-headed person into closing their business, hiding in their home, staying away from family and friends, wearing a piece of dirty fabric over their mouth and nose, signaling compliance, and the shuddering of speech. Using the people's willingness to follow the leader and the motivation of fear to create clearly faulty voting procedures. I mean, why do you think this pandemic happened during an election year? Wow, what a coincidence. I think not. It was used as a reason to rig the election. Ballots printed without Trump's name on it? Really? Random boxes set up on street corners to receive ballots? Ballots mailed to the same people multiple times, ballots mailed to dead people, illegals voting, Trump ballots found in streams, being burned, hijacked. Did anyone really think this mail-in voting madness was going to end well? Well, that wasn't the plan. The plan was the people would be so frightened of the virus that they would not only succumb, but beg for a safe way to vote. Too scared to go to the polls in person too scared to see what is really happening. This could only have happened this year as a way for the globalists to finally initiate their agenda of erasing and resetting America. 
They have one chance at succeeding this year and will do anything and everything to prevail. If Harris becomes president, and please don't kid yourself into thinking that this was not the plan, we are heading into a permanent dark winter, to quote Sneaky Joe himself. Now, if Trump manages to pull us out of this, well, then the jig is up. Hopefully, free-thinking people in this country will see what is really going on with this ugly globalist agenda and will see to it that it never happens again. This is a pivotal moment. This was the year to make it happen, to remake this country into a subservient society because people were blinded by the virus to really see the truth. The timing was calculated and could only be accomplished this year using the pandemic as a backdrop. And I wonder, why is this even a conversation? Sneaky Joe, let's not call him Sleepy Joe, let's call him Sneaky Joe, a presidential candidate caught on the laptop from hell with his hands in the communist Chinese cookie jar. Yet he is allowed to continue to run for the highest office and no one blinks an eye? What is wrong with us? What is wrong that we sit back and allow this to continue? It's not fake media. It's complicit media. It's criminal media. It's mafia media. I don't know about you, but I am outraged by this, and it's perfectly okay to be. I have so many more thoughts, but I guess you get my sentiment. I'm not trying to be negative, but sweeping this away with smiles and let's just carry ons, it's what got us all here in the first place. So, we can talk about this forever, but with that, I am moving on to another concern that is being born from this pandemic, and that is customer service, people working from home, predatory hospital billing, and privacy all bundled together. Let's start off with customer service, people working from home, and privacy, or lack thereof. Prior to my becoming a patient advocate activist, I was in the insurance business. My dad was a top producer for New York Life for nearly 40 years, my brother for 19 years, and I for 13 years, and Bob for close to 40 years as well. So it's been a real family thing. So yeah, I was involved with New York Life and the business, had my own company, until my mom fell and was nearly killed by the hospital after shoulder surgery. I was on the agent advisory boards of New York Life and Transamerica Life Insurance Companies, was a yearly million-dollar roundtable producer. I was Rookie of the Year in Cleveland, Ohio for my first two years, so I know what it means to offer superior customer service. I spent much time in New York City at the stunning New York Life home office, a very prestigious location. And I must say that New York Life ran their business first class all the way. Agent training was stellar. Now, during this pandemic, I had reason to call New York Life customer service to check on one of my own personal policies. The recorded message was something like this, because we don't get live people anymore. The message was, due to COVID, our customer service representatives are working from home, so you may hear crying children or barking dogs. Well, I nearly dropped the phone when I heard that. What? How unprofessional. 
how un-New York life. When Jason finally picked up my call, presumably diaper in hand, he was not able to help me with a simple question. His final reply was, sorry, I don't know. So I asked for his manager to call me. Sure, he said, and click, back to the dirty diaper. To this day, no return phone call from anyone. Similarly, I found this kind of unprofessionalism as I tried to work with some local banks to refinance my home since the rates are below 3%. Thought I'd take advantage of something positive during this pandemic. Well, here's a sample of what I found. Of course, calling the banks directly yielded no real person to answer the phone, so I had to leave a message, indicating that I was interested in refinancing my home. Now, one would think I would get a thousand phone calls back within next 10 seconds, people anxious to do business. But days later, another Jason called back to see if he could help me. I gave him some of my specifics as he asked for, and he said, I'll call you back sometime next week since we're all working from home and Friday is my birthday and I don't want to work on my birthday. And I can't call you back on Monday because Monday is my girlfriend's birthday and I want to do something special for her. Seriously, that's what he told me. A lender at a bank. Needless to say, I was not going to do business with partying Jason. So I moved on to another bank with much of the same outcome. No one answered the bank's phone, so I had to leave a message and wait for days for someone to get back to me. Susie called back eventually with dogs barking so loud that she clearly couldn't think, let alone speak. She took my information and called back a week later, dogs still barking and Susie still making excuses that she's working from home. All right, I'm not working with doggy Susie. Fast forward to yet another bank, who finally progressed without birthday excuses and barking dogs, but he too was obviously working from home. Now he told me where he lived, I happen to know the street, and he told me that he has three teenage kids, a wife, and a dog. Now, as I said, I know where he lives, and the homes are very small. So my question is this, a three-bedroom home with three kids and a wife, means that not everyone has their own bedroom, which begs the question, where is this man working from home? On the corner of the dining room table? Is his bed his desk? In the basement on top of the dryer? Where is all of my personal information, physical copies of my bank statements, tax returns, every shred of personal information I have? Where in his house is that private information? Are his teenage kids and their friends rifling through any of that? Kids, it's time to eat. Move those files so we don't get chilly all over them. Hey, honey, are you in the mood? Get those files off the bed. Hurry! The fallout of working from home is that people's homes are not set up properly to work from home too many distractions, and no privacy. I'm just saying, we as consumers really need to ask about this. So let's segue that to predatory hospital billing. Last year, I went for a mammogram. During the exam, they thought they saw a shadow of something on the left side and whisked me into the ultrasound room. 
After an hour of trying to find something and multiple technicians trying their hand, they could not locate anything, so they sent me home with a note to come back in to radiate the left side again in six months. I went back in the very beginning of March of this year, just days before the pandemic lockdown was mandated. When they put me in the exam room, the gal said, we're imaging both sides today. I politely said, no, just the left side as a follow-up. The gal said, no, we're doing both sides. <laughs> I said, no, only the left side. She left the room and about 20 minutes later returned with another woman who introduced herself as the manager of the department. I understand you only want to image the left side, she said. That is correct. This is a follow-up, and I only want to follow up on the side in question. She spent the next five minutes telling me why that was a bad idea. And I finally said, look, I am fully cognizant of my decision. I am an informed and empowered patient and I am not going to get both sides imaged, and if you cannot or will not follow up on the left side as stated on these follow-up instructions, I will happily leave. You're lucky I'm here in the first place. So out the door they went, and at last they imaged only the left side. When the tech was done, she left the room and said, I'll be back shortly. Well, shortly was nearly one hour later. Towards the end of the hour, I finally had enough of staring at the dust on the corners of the floor, got dressed, and walked out of the room to go home. As I was walking down the hallway, coming the other direction toward me, was the tech with a scary-looking man in a white hospital coat. Come with me, he said, and back we all went to the exam room. My mind was racing. Oh, no, it's got to be bad if the radiologist is here. I managed to stammer, uh, is everything okay? He hurriedly said, yes, we didn't see anything, but I understand you don't want to image both sides today. I looked at him in disbelief, and I asked, are you kidding me? You came in here to question that? And that led to 10 minutes of him trying to strong arm me with all kinds of silly reasoning. Well, if you don't get both sides done today, then the timing will be off timing. Oh, here was a good one. If you were my mother, I'd tell you to get both sides done today. Well, to that, I just had to laugh. What an overused line, I'm sure. So I repeated it. Did you just say if I were your mother? Well, the guy was probably in his mid-70s. So I told him, if I was your mother, I'd be 95 years old and would have no business getting a mammogram in the first place. That is a sad argument. He continued. And he went on and on and on. And I finally said, look, I take full responsibility for my decision and I don't hold you liable. Just put that in your file and let's move on. I'm sure there are many women right now waiting for you to read their mammograms. And here you are begging and arguing with me. He left and so did I, shaking my head in wonder. So that was in early March and I didn't receive my portion of the bill until late August, presumably because everyone was working from home and things got disheveled and makeshift. Well, I didn't pay the bill immediately on purpose because I've often found that if I wait, the next bill is lower as they finally submit not only to Medicare, but to my private insurance as well. 
My portion of the bill was 7109 and I didn't get another bill for the rest of August, so I paid it around the 1st of September. In late September, I received another bill, and this one said it was for ancillary services, whatever the heck that means, for an original amount of 210 and the amount I owed after insurance was $142.18. So I went online to the patient portal to look things up, and I had to laugh as I reviewed my account and what they had to say about my mammogram results, which I already knew were all clear. But it said in several locations that the patient refused to image both sides despite counseling. Unreal. When I went to the payment page, it said I had a zero balance. But alongside that was a copy of the recent bill for $142.18. So I called customer service. Again, it sounded like the person was at home as I heard kids in the background. So much for privacy, huh? She said she had no idea what the bill was for and said it was for ancillary services. Well, I told her I'm not paying anything that isn't itemized and you can't lump who knows what under a secret category called ancillary services. She had no way of knowing and said, that is what you owe. Well, then it dawned on me. The original bill was for 7109, which I paid, and this one was exactly double, 142 and 18 cents. I brought that to her attention and she did some further checking. She put me on hold, presumably to change another diaper, came back and said, oh yeah, the person who entered your payment mistakenly doubled your charge, so you don't owe anything. I wonder, did they bill Medicare for this mistake of $210 ancillary services? And they paid the portion, leaving me with a fake balance of $142.18? Wow, can you imagine how many people, especially during these times of high stress and irritability, would just have paid the bill? Well, anyway, thought I was done. I filed the bill and the written notes of that conversation, and I encourage you, highly encourage you, that anytime you do anything with customer service, record the time, the person's name, the date, any details you can. So I filed it away and forgot about it until last week when another bill in the mail arrived. This one, for the most useful category of ancillary services, this time with a charge of $77, but my portion was $31. <laughs> Seriously? Are they charging Medicare for these made-up bills? So again, I went online and it showed zero balance. I called the at-home reps and this one had no clue. You don't owe anything, she said. Well, then please stop sending me these predatory bills or I will be forced to bring this to the attention to the State Department of Health, my insurance company, Medicare, and the hospital's CEO, just for starters. Now, do I think these were honest mistakes? Actually, I do, because everyone is freaked out, hiding at home, trying to work under extreme and adverse conditions, trying to manage children, their schooling from home, while attempting to be effective at their jobs. It's too much to expect, and it just furthers the weakening of already fragile systems. Everything is falling apart right in front of us. I'm asking you to stay on top of your game. 
be aware of the gaping holes in practically every system. No one is looking out for you because they can't even look out for themselves. Most people aren't bad people trying to trick you. They are struggling to make this crime against humanity work for them and their families. I ask, be and stay informed. Try to look out for others who may be at the sharp end of all of this lunacy. Older folks, people locked up in nursing homes, those with cognitive issues. And I know I say this all of the time, but now is the time to find your voice and use it. Use it loudly, use it boldly, use it with pride. You have to speak up and stay alive. Listen to Pat Rulo and Speak Up and Stay Alive Radio. Stay safe from little-known healthcare and hospital hazards. To learn more, go to speakupandstayalive.com. That's speakupandstayalive.com. All right, there we have it. Just some of my thoughts for today. I'm sure we'll have more to chat about next week as we continue with this bizarre, bizarre criminal election situation. All right, my friends, head over to the website, speakupandstayalive.com, copies of my books, very, very valuable during these times. I know somebody personally who went in for knee surgery, was supposed to go home the next day, but couldn't because of a hospital-acquired staph infection in her knee joint. So it's happening, folks, and it's happening more so because there is no oversight, because people can't be there. So the time to understand and know what the dangers are, what the risks are involved when going to the hospital, it solely rests on your shoulders. Get copies of my book. Don't even read them. Ah, how about that? Don't even spend time reading them. Get copies of the books, especially Speak Up and Stay Alive, The Patient Advocate Hospital Survival Guide. It's a white cover with a very interesting people looking like they're panicking on the cover. You lay that on your tray table when you go to the hospital. You don't have to have read it. People come in, see the book cover, say, what's that? And you can say, I am an informed, empowered, and educated patient, and I'm keeping an eye on you. I do encourage you to read it because there's a lot of valuable information in there. But just as a visual, it speaks volumes without your having to say a word speakupandstayalive.com. Head over to my essential oils website because again, in these times of high stress, anything we can do to help ourselves organically and naturally. I have some great blends for stress, great blends for immune support. It's at zappenzen.com, Z-A-P-N-Z-E-N.com, zappenzen.com. All right, my friends, hang in there. Stay happy, stay healthy, stay well, stay alert. And keep talking to people. Share what you know with others. And I will see you again next week. Same time, same place, but oh, never the same information. Until then, I hope you have a healthy and a happy week. I am Pat Rulo, and I am the voice for informed choice, honesty, and patient safety. If you've missed part of today's show or just want to share the information with friends, you can listen to all of Pat's previous shows at speakupandstayalive.com. Want even more information? Purchase a copy of Pat's book at speakupandstayalive.com. Once again, it's speakupandstayalive.com. Or you can call Pat at 440-725-5462. Until next week, remember, you have to speak up and stay alive.
This year has been trying and full of stress, to say the least. People need help to get a good night's sleep, need ways to cope with anxiety, want healthful ways to support their immune system. I have an organic line of essential oil blends that can help. These are not off the shelf from multi-level marketing companies. I have personally sourced only organic essential oils, have taken classes and studied plants, their healing components, essential oils, and blending for years now as a way to help myself and others to find natural ways of coping and healing. I use them every day, and I haven't been sick in years, sleep like a baby at night, and despite all the madness we've lived through this year, still maintain positivity and energy. I have personally formulated and blended some of the following Happy Hands Hand Sanitizer, Dirty Talk Cell Phone Disinfectant, Hospital Helper to help keep MRSA at bay, an organic bug spray, Melt Rollerball for Anxiety, a Snooze Rollerball for Sleep, Five Protectors Rollerball, one of my favorites for immune boost and protection, Feeling No Pain for Headaches, Muscle and Neck Pain, nerve pain relief for shingles, diabetes, arthritis, as well as many, many more, plus my essential oils book that really explains a lot about essential oils. Visit my website, zappenzen.com, Z-A-P-N-Z-E-N.com, zap, N, the letter N, zen.com, zappenzen.com, zappenzen.com. If you need a way to reboot, rewind in an organic and natural and healthy way, please visit zappenzen.com. I use them every day. They help me and I know they will help you. zappenzen.com.